back cool. up a little bit and give Dustin a little bit more liquor. Yeah, we should be good. <clears throat> Ready? Welcome, everybody, to Fandom Nights, where we break down pop culture one fandom at a time. Great episode for you today. Yes. Uh, we're talking about WandaVision, episode three. Now in color. Now in color. Yeah, I'm, I'm Chris. I'm Dustin. And I'm Sherman. And, uh, yeah, let's get into this. So this is WandaVision, season one, episode three. And, and everywhere that I keep seeing, they keep saying season one. They keep I know, thinking like, of that. So I'm like... I don't think there's any plans for more, but, I mean, if this is successful, who knows, you know? Right. But this is, I, I thought I was, like, going crazy two times in this. The first one is when I opened up the episode list, and I'm like, now in color. Oh, there are titles. I missed that last week. How did I not see that? No, they went in retroactively, clicked titles. Oh, did they? Of them. Yeah. Hmm. There was, I looked it up, and there was not titles for the first two episodes originally. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's, and they this changed is only the week two. They changed the descriptions, too, on, on all three Ooh. of them, which th there wasn't any changes or anything. But. Okay. So, episode one was filmed before live studio audience. Episode two was Don't Touch That Dial. And then now, episode three, Now in Color. So, hmm. they're all having titles now going from, mm -hmm. from here on in. So, right on. it's very interesting. Do you think maybe in the 50s and 60s they didn't have titles for their episodes uh i think they did because i definitely know like lucille ball like i love lucy had episode titles well and i know the dick van dyke show did but it does on hulu currently i don't know if at the time that they were airing that they had you know uh, like at the time did right they, yeah they well no well yeah well, they definitely did because like i love lucy would do like oh, the, the it would show the the words i love lucy and then it'd wipe away and then have like Title. Oh really? Yeah. I know. I love Lucy specifically. They there's a lot of lost episodes because they filmed. They didn't film it. They they broadcasted it out and it was never recorded. Like so, there's episodes of I Love Lucy that were never. Jeez. Anyways, so the the plot to this one. Uh, spoilers, obviously. Is the <laughs> Major spoiler spoilers. Yeah. I keep putting it in the description, but just so you know, I'm completely gonna ruin this for you. So if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so quickly, let's go through the plot and then we'll kind of break it down a little bit. Uh. Episode 3, Now in Color. Dr. Nielsen checks on Wanda's pregnancy and says she's four months along and everything is fine before leaving for an intended holiday with his wife. While Vision sees Nielsen out, his neighbor, Herb... Herb? Herb? Herb. Un unknowingly cut through Herb. their wall. Herb. Oh yeah, because it's Herbert. Yeah. Wanda and Vision paint a nursery while debating what to name their child before Wanda's pregnancy elevates to six months. When she begins contractions, her abilities to... Be her abilities begin to move things in the house and eventually shut down the entire town's power. Geraldine arrives and helps Wanda deliver the twins, Tommy and Billy. Vision catches Agnes and Herb, 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 <laughs> gossiping outside. They talk about Geraldine, who has just arrived in town and does not have a home or family. Inside, Wanda interrogates Geraldine after the latter reveals that she knows Ultron killed Wanda's twin brother, Pietro. Wanda notices that Geraldine is wearing a pendant with a sword emblem on it. When Vision returns, Geraldine's gone. Outside of Westview, Geraldine is cast out from a wall of static and is surrounded by sword agents. And there's also a commercial uh, during the WandaVision program that advertises Hydra Soak Bath Powder. All right, and that's been Fandom Nights. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a quick breakdown, uh, but uh, yeah, let's kind of go through that. So, Where to start? <laughs> well, previously on WandaVision, I got an epiphany, kind of, yeah. on this one. 
you know, with all my whole conspiracy theory thing and stuff, the previously on, they, they talked about the magic show, and then it's for the children. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, the talent show fundraiser, Wanda says, the talent show fundraiser is the, the most important event in the city or whatever, and for the children is kept repeated and repeated. The only children we see in this entire episode, uh, series? series so far is Tommy and Billy, the twins that are born we'd never see any other children and we know that this takes place in a real town or some geographical location and people are held against their wills so i feel like the for the children thing is like no we got to go through this crazy magic show and put on this show for wanda so she doesn't kill our children or i feel like their children are being held somewhere else well that's in this world do you think wanda went like rogue then or something like that and kidnapped a bunch of kids either wanda is like uh, didn't include them in her vision thing, or someone else is causing all this and is holding the children captive. So if someone's doing this to Wanda, they're holding the children captive. If Wanda's doing it, she is either holding them captive or just got rid of them before she started her whole delusion because she just didn't want to mess with kids. Mm-hmm. So that's what I feel like. It just was like, whoa, hmm. We don't see any other children in this whole thing. Not that there's a ton of characters. Not yet. Not yet. There, there will be other kids, though. Oh, well, there will be. Did you watch the trailer 2? Not recently. Trailer 2 has a lot of, like, there's a Halloween. whole Halloween episode where there are oh. kids running around the entire neighborhood. Well, be interesting to see how they Which, come in, then. Sorry. Wordplay there. Uh, also, that, uh, that trailer gives more credibility to Agnes being Agatha Harkness. Okay. Yeah, Her costume is a witch. Oh, right. Yeah. That, and I don't know if you guys noticed that pendant either mm-hmm. that she wore in episode I can't two. tell what is on there. It's the Grim Reaper. Is it? Uh, yeah. I saw a close-up of it from this episode, and it looks like three people, or maybe yeah, two it looks kind of like weird. There's a something. scythe on it. So I'm oh, really? Out. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I don't yeah, know. That's just what article I read. There's so many just crazy theories about even like her pendant. It's like I've seen and read so many things where people are just breaking down what's on that pendant and like drawing it out and what is this and what is that mm-hmm. or like the the cover of the book that uh, Vision is reading in the opening credit scene it says pregnancy for I don't remember what it's titled but something pregnancy and it's a red book that he's reading mm. people are like seeing the, the drawing on there and yeah. they're like oh that's Mephisto drawn on the pregnancy book and I don't know it's an actual book that was released so it's not Mephisto but <laughs> anyways so the previously on just kind of was like Gave me another conspiracy theory. To think well, about. I mean that does make sense though. Like this yeah. whole ep- this whole this episode and the last mm. episode definitely have more of like the magic kind of vibes. Because mm. like um, I don't know if you did you guys catch the Doctor Strange reference in this episode. No. So when they're setting up the the, the crib and she like uh, <clears throat> has that like small contraction that like uh, or the kick. Sorry. The, the flutter. The butterflies the, in her stomach. Yeah. yeah. So when that butterfly lands on Vision's f- nose, yeah, that's a monarch butterfly, which is the exact same one that Doctor Strange sees when, like, the ancient one, like, sh- sends him, like, through the weird uh, oh. dimension. And he's, like, floating out in space, and he, like, a monarch butterfly literally lands right on his finger. Hmm. Oh, right on Vision, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, well, on Doctor Strange's <laughs> hand, like, oh, in, in that Strange. same... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, like, it's kind of set... It, it, might be referencing like the setup for Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Well, yeah, the, I feel like this whole thing is, but but it's even said that this leads into the movie. Yeah, right. but like I mean, having like a reference to the Sorcerer Supreme, as well as like Mephisto, hmm. potentially the Sal- Salem Seven. Yeah. Again, I, I feel like movies and TV. 
they always there's all these crazy theories and then what it actually turns out to be is like oh well, that's pretty good but like I wanted to say that this episode was kind of a little bit of a letdown not no, it was a great episode so far the best episode but like all the crazy conspiracy theories that were going on in my head I'm like oh okay well it's not as crazy as I was thinking yeah they're but literally it's, like but it's still but it's still good we're just yeah. realizing what it is it's not it's just not the crazy conspiracy theory thing. That's the only letdown. The show itself is amazing. Right. <laughs> I'm just, and I'm kind of glad that they're not in my head going through all the conspiracies that I'm thinking <laughs> of because that would be too crazy. <laughs> so in the beginning, when like uh, the doctor is checking in and says that they're already four months pregnant mm-hmm. after twelve hours, like yeah, well, and I don't think the doctor knows it's only been twelve hours. Well, I know, but I mean, like that's that's what. Vision was asking yeah. about, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I loved I loved the the comic uh, TV reference where it's just like uh, when he's like, oh, you know, some some uh, fathers to be uh, get you know anxious or like get uh, nervous or whatever, and he's like, I've got nerves of steel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of wrote a lot of notes on this one, and I don't really want to go through every breakdown, because like, even in the title sequence, I have things for that and whatever, but it doesn't really matter, because there's tons of videos about that, yeah. but I just wanted to talk more about like what's actually happening in the show and stuff, but, and maybe bring up some of that stuff, but, so like the doctor check, um, well, Vision is a lot, a lot of times asking like, how, how did this happen, what's going on here, he's like trying to figure out the, the like, logic behind things mm-hmm. and the how behind things yeah i think it's and, just naturally how he works oh yeah i think it's naturally because he's a he's a robot and right. he's, that's naturally how he works but then as soon as any time he gets into the why things are happening not the how but the why then like stuff goes crazy and i mean oh yeah the the rewind happens in the second episode or you know stuff like that happens and like in this one he's saying how did this happen? How did the how did she get pregnant? How how? And what he's saying is like, I'm a robot. How did he, how did this happen? And not only that, babies take a while to grow. It's been twelve hours. How how how? He's not thinking like the higher level. Like, oh, I shouldn't be thinking about how because physics. I should be thinking why because someone is doing this to her, whether it's Wanda to herself or something. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just thought that was interesting, like, the difference between how and why, because, I don't know, what would the why be in this one? I I suppose that's the the question behind the whole show, is why is all this happening? You know, who's controlling her? You know, does Wanda just want a normal life, or is she being controlled, or what? Right. But, I don't know. I I just lost myself in my thoughts last night for, like, half an hour just (laughs) thinking about the differences between how and why, and I'm like... Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but um, one thing that I have on here, well, we'll just keep going through it. But um, the I don't know. Since we're here, I'll just ask: Did mm-hmm. Wanda make other people pregnant? Do you think? Because she made herself pregnant. There's two theories I have about her pregnancy. One: Did she make other people pregnant? Because like when her water breaks, her like the neighbor uh, Geraldine. Geraldine comes in. The water mains just broke in my house. Like her water broke for her pregnancy. The water mains broke in her house, and it broke everyone else's water mains. So when she made herself pregnant, did she make other people in the world pregnant? And that's where the mutants mm. come from. Like that—that that was just the theory I had. I'm like, hmm, maybe that's where how they're gonna explain mutants because 
these two kids are like the first mutants. I don't think so. She made a, I don't know. Um, I think the it's literally just an uncontrolled reaction yeah. to like the contractions. Yeah. Because like, I took it like that. I took that specific scene. Uh, I specifically actually took notes for that. Uh, so Geraldine comes in asking for a bucket, mm-hmm. and because you brought up the whole like extra like middle plane last week <laughs> I, I literally kept thinking about that the whole episode yeah. so i'm like you asked for a bucket and she specifically says i need to bail myself out like are you i know do you realize so things are like going down like you need yeah. to get out of this place like oh i came into this reality to save you but now i, I just need to get out of here yeah, I, yeah. i'm like uh, right well and i had three planes of action and i thought about it last night and i'm like there's Honestly, like five, really, if you really think about it. Just, <sighs> I've already got three no, no, no. down here. We don't, we don't have to go into it crazy, but I was trying to think of the names for the three planes. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, there's the character level, the sitcom story. So I put that there. as TV plane. Okay. Then the second level is the Wanda level, slash the mind control level, what Wanda's doing to other people, maybe. Uh, so I put that as the meta plane, like uh, people like reacting like in the world, okay. but like still having like, it's like the kind of like that fourth wall break mm-hmm. where like actual reality is like setting in yeah but it's like kind of people same, are still kind of like same doing... description but different yeah. name yeah then the third version is the real world what's happening outside of her pocket reality and the, what's actually happening and then the, the the fourth and fifth are just for for us audience viewers the fourth is easter eggs you know there's tons of references to old shows and to comic books and all that stuff so the mm-hmm. references and then the fifth level is to what I call the meta, like the meta of what the show means for our real world society. Like, uh, I, I wrote it down a little bit later, but the, um, the fact that like TV kind of lies to us in a lot of ways, I'm sure I'll get to it eventually, but the, like TV is a, is a fictional reality that we put ourselves into. You know, like whenever we binge watch some TV show or something like that, we're putting ourselves into this reality to escape whatever's going on in our heads for that little bit. And in a lot of ways, like TV lies to you completely. Like having a baby, when we had Raya and stuff, every TV show, every movie, they go like, oh, my water broke, just like this one. Oh, my water broke. We got to get to the hospital. Ah, and it's like this mad dash and then all the baby comes. And it's like, no, it's nothing like that. (laughs) Like Rosie's water broke. We went and had breakfast. Like, it's this whole long process. <laughs> like, it's completely different than what you... And that's just one example, but, like, TV is this fake reality that we think, oh, that's how the world works, because we saw it, we've seen it so many times on TV, but that's not really how the world well, works. Well, entertainment you know? in general is like that, though, because, right. like, I mean, if, especially considering we're talking about, like, a, a comic book in, in mm-hmm. real life, is, like, comic books themselves over in, like, over in... Um, what's i can't even think of the word they uh exaggerate over exaggerate things mm-hmm. like i mean obviously like superman and batman like yeah they're at their like physical peaks right but like there's no way in in like the real world that like mm-hmm. a physical body is gonna look like that right i remember having a conversation with grandma years ago about because i was really getting into comic books and i was like no spider-man because i was just really into spider-man comic yeah. books and i was kind of acting like spider-man in some ways or i'm just I'm like Daredevil, like jumping out of trees, swinging on big ropes, like flying off of jumps and stuff. And and she's like, yeah, yes, 
Spider-Man can do those things, but like it's just writers making up a story and putting it on a page. Like yeah. in a way, they're lying to you. They're saying that you are capable of doing these things that you're you're not capable of doing. You know, you can to a point, but like reality is reality, and like stuff can still happen. You know. It was my whole, like, wake-up moment of, like, whoa, I'm not invincible type thing. And it just made me start thinking about that. And on the meta level, that's kind of what this show is telling us, that, like, TV has been lying to us. And in the past, it's lied to us, like, oh, see Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore and, and uh, uh, I Love Lucy. Like, all these shows had this, like, idyllic <clears throat> form of life that we were all lied about, lied to, kind of. Like, oh, the, the husband works and the wife's home all day and you got kids and there's some neighbors and you play Parcheesi, whatever. But then later on, the new shows that are coming out currently, and like that's what the progression of the show is, is it gets kind of more and more realistic because TV over the years has gotten more and more quote unquote realistic. See, but that's just it, though. Like when it comes to like normal television, like people know that it's not real. Like yeah, but I feel like it still invades us a little bit. You know, you you see so many times like oh, there's a happy family on that show. There's a happy family on that show. There's a happy family on that show. Something's wrong in my life. Or nowadays, what we're lied to now is, like, the shows are so dark all the time. Like, scroll through Netflix, every show is like, holy crap, there's a messed up family in that show. Or, like, uh, um, I don't know. Like, there's so many messed up things on TV, like, uh, that it makes you think that the messed up stuff is, like, real life in some ways. And you start thinking, like, oh, everyone just thinks horribly about everything. And I don't know. Hmm. That's, to me, the meta narrative. So there's... Every line in here has, like, five different layers. But, uh, yeah. What do you think, Dustin? Don't care for that last one. No? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't think it pertains to anything that we <laughs> I think that's just what you're taking away and applying it to a different theory. Yeah. But yeah. I definitely don't think that Marvel is trying to tell people about TV lying to them. I don't think that's their purpose. No, of the show. but that's kind of what. If the show had a purpose, that is what I, feel I like think the, show the, would per, have. the show's purpose is to show a story about Wanda and Vision. Yeah, that like, you're, you're, on, you're on plane three right now. You just got to elevate your thinking to plane five. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> no, there's just uh, I'm just kidding. a waste of time. That's, what, that's of, like just a waste of time of thinking. That's all. <laughs> Sorry, I like watching things and like applying and thinking about them. Anyways, it's just interesting to me. But it's like essentially you just call it a dumb. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, it was a joke but anyways <laughs> so uh back to the doctor the doctor's like we we compare the babies to to fruit sizes you know because it helps the women understand what's going on oh yeah and and like wanda and vision share this like look like we're not dumb like you know back in the 70s they did that they still do that like rosie's pregnant right now and like if you look at our her like baby app it says that her baby's the size of a mango like it, the first line baby's the size of a mango <laughs> like but so that there's fruit all over this episode everywhere yeah. like the, like geraldine's eating an apple she drops a whatever gourd or something off when she turns her belly and there's a pineapple she's eating oh, yeah. and she like she hides her belly with a bowl of fruit like Fruit is like a theme in this episode. I don't, I can't really put my finger on what it means, but there's definitely something to it. Hmm. Anyways, um, each decade's kind of a day. I'm, I'm just gonna jump around, but like, I think there's only been three days that have passed in this, because the first episode was working, then the night, 
and then the second episode, for sure between the second and third episode, it's just been one evening. Oh, yeah. it's like 12 hours, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that it's jumping that fast. You know, it's taking place in, in over the course of a couple of weeks. It's almost happening in real time to how we're watching it, you know? Well, no, because that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's been yeah. a week, but yeah. uh, it's only been 12 hours. Right. Um, I guess I don't, I don't really... The first I episode, see they had dinner and then probably went to sleep that night. And then the next episode could be the next day. Yeah, because yeah, they, they start that episode where uh, with uh, them in bed. Yeah, could be them sleeping night and night, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. This is just a really crazy couple days for Wanda. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so I liked, I liked the... the rev- so when... Um, uh, so when the, the doctor's leaving mm-hmm. and he's telling like uh, Vision that he's gonna go on a vacation, I like <laughs> I like that they're going to Bermuda. I know, as like, in like the the one place like people most people get lost. Yeah, yeah. The Bermuda um, Triangle. Yeah, and then when he leaves, uh, I loved the seeing Herb cutting his uh, or trimming the hedges because mm-hmm. seeing him like saw into the wall between them. Yeah, I was like, dude, the wall's breaking. As in, Whoa, like, I didn't think about that. That's are you awesome. kidding me? I was just thinking he was just like a broken NPC. Like, no, Wanda's distracted, so he's just like glitching out, just like that one girl was like, "Stop it, stop it, stop it." He, pr- he, he probably was, like, was, but like the wall is still but the breaking. Wall's breaking. That's awesome. Like, I like the symbolism between on that. Good yeah, catch. and then he I like, don't know why I didn't even catch that. He doesn't like realize what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, but he's and breaking. He's just like, the wall. Oh yeah, and then just keeps going. Hmm. Yeah, that was so funny. Interesting. That was pretty good. I thought it was just like a glitch in the system. No, like I, I kind of, I kind of took it as like well, well, on the had... three planes of things happening. Like the, the, it's like he's just cutting his edges. The second plane is he's a glitching NPC. The real world implications are the walls are breaking down. Like there's three things. Well, he's a real person, right? Yeah, that's just kind of cool. Interesting. Um, did you guys uh, freak out with the time glitch? Oh yeah, that comes. First time I was like, "Wait, what?" I I thought the same thing. I'm like, "Wait, did did I hit something?" <laughs> I know. I think everybody, and that's why they did it. And I, that just made me lean more towards your whole theory of maybe Wanda did blink and because she blinked, in. she she looked she at blinked. him and she blinked, and then like a second later, doop. So yeah. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I, I just cannot wait until for for like two months from now or something when they have some behind the scenes thing and they're like. Yeah, every single time that Wanda blinked, something happened. Just like when she made uh, Doctor Mister Hart choke, and just when like when she did, and I, was, I don't I'll know be if like, I, don't know, I told you she. Blinked. I don't know if I would say every time because like yeah. that would be terrible on an, on an actress as yeah. like okay, you really have to be careful on how many times you blink while you're up, like while we're recording. I, I feel like I'm paying like, attention to blinking a lot more in this. <laughs> <laughs> as like as Elizabeth Olsen's probably just like hold. I'm like paying attention to people blinking now. From from now on, I'm like, dude, you're such a good blinker. Uh, <laughs> did you guys notice the uh, the different screen, like how it went from full screen to yes, black screen? Yes, that was that's near the end, but that was one of the coolest shots. Like the the little time I actually didn't thing, that. and then as soon as uh, Geraldine leaves, and she's like, she's not here. Like there was a there was a really like creepy oh. element to this whole episode, mm. and it just got like creepier and creepier. And like, what is happening? And I then did also, notice that actually. We got to the creepiest moment to like expand it out, and you're like, "Something's gonna happen." <laughs> it totally did. <laughs> um, 
There's a I saw a theory online about uh, because in the previous episode when when the beekeeper comes out of the uh, manhole cover mm-hmm. and Wanda literally says no and then time rewound. Yeah. Like with no like instance of that this episode. Mm-hmm. There's a theory that like she's not the one controlling time. Mm. And like somebody else did it so that vision wouldn't I could see that, but they're the only ones in there. So, okay. But they're not the only ones watching. Yeah. Now, here I have a weird theory that just came to mind. <clears throat> what if... Because there's theories that I've heard that this is post-Endgame. Okay. Which that, I kind of agree assuming. with. Just because of yeah. everything that's popping up. Mm-hmm. So, what if WandaVision is working with S.W.O.R.D. somehow to create this reality for herself, I guess? To try to bring Vision back in some kind of way. Mm. Well, we know that. I mean, we what, know that what, what if... happens in her pocket reality affects the real life because when Geraldine is expelled from there, she's still wearing the same clothes that she was in this episode. Yeah. So, whatever she creates in this universe, if it goes outside of her pocket universe, exists now. Well, I know. So, but remember the, the the static at the end. Right. Like, do you think this static is just some kind of? field around like a dome around this town that's what i'm gathering it's, it's kind of like a mix between uh the dome from the simpsons movie right and <laughs> but an energy field. And, and like the 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 cloaking dome around wakanda yeah. like it's like oh exactly yeah because like it's a dome around there but you, can, you can see a town in the back <laughs> but what but truman show right? yeah, yeah. It, uh, exactly because like yeah, when, she, like, when you see the lights you can town. see like that like white noise kind of staticky yeah right yeah. around everything and when geraldine first gets popped out like in the background you can see a, a house with its lights on back yeah there so like mm-hmm. there's a there's a town in there that you can still see from the outside world but inside the like cloaked version of it is is the pocket dimension where stuff is but I mean like you also see like like a safety like uh, containment area that like uh, kind of the lights are around well that looked like it reminded me of uh, the original Thor movie Hmm. when like they've got like all the like the plastic around uh, yeah um, like Mjolnir oh you can see that in the town there's yeah well it's like right after right when she like pops out yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Is it almost too convenient that the doctor never made it out of town for their vacation? I actually wrote that down because they can't actually physically leave. Well, he can't. Yeah, I think I think off screen we've seen that if if we were just following the doctor through this whole day, like it's like horrible stuff keeps happening to prevent him from leaving the town, just like in the Truman Show where he can't cross the bridge or whatever. Oh yeah, like all the stuff keeps happening because Wanda's kind of controlling it. The only one we see is that his car breaks down, but I feel like all this other stuff keeps happening to him mm-hmm. to, like, keep him in the dimension, you know? So well, that's why like, he's, like, it's he, small towns, you know, they're His exact escape. words were, yeah, I don't think yeah. we'll be, I, I don't think we'll get away after all. Mm-hmm. So hard to escape. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like, every little line in this just builds the creepiness. You're like, what is happening? And these poor people are getting controlled. And, uh, yeah, because every, every line of dialogue and everything you see has a meaning. Oh, yeah. According to Paul Bettany. So. Yeah. I, after we watch this episode, I'm like, Rosie, this is, the, this is the most densely packed half an hour of TV every week that I've ever seen. Like, there's right? so much in every Because with that, I was thinking about the fact that, like, why did he, like, I know that Vision was the one that went out to see him. But, like, the doctor mm-hmm. specifically said that to Vision. Like, I don't think we'll get out of here. Like, oh, do you think yeah. Vision's not going to, like, actually oh, get revived at the end? I thought he was talking about we as in me and my wife, but... 
Yeah, maybe. Which, oddly enough, I don't know if you guys looked into this or, like, dove into this either. I went through, like, all the, like, uh, foreign language uh, credits at the end. The Doctor is not mentioned in this episode at all. Even as a uh, Dottie and her husband are. Uh-huh. The Doctor's not? The Doctor is not labeled in any of the cast list on huh. this. Interesting. I haven't, I haven't looked online, so but, like, speaking, on the actual, like... Speaking of the Doctor, his name is Stan Nielsen. Dr. Stan Nielsen. Do you know who Nielsen is? Mm-mm. No. Nielsen is the, like a Nielsen family. It's a, it's a, a rating system. Yeah, I saw this one. Yeah. So like if you, back in the day, if you were a Nielsen family, you would get. <laughs> Simpsons did an episode yeah, well, this. you would get. <laughs> did they? Like, yeah. I, I got sent one uh, a couple months ago. Like it's a survey thing. Ask, like and, and there's a, thousands of questions on it, but asking like all these questions about what TV shows you watch, how often you watch TV, all this different stuff. Oh, and that packet goes to a, a survey company that uh, uh, compiles all the data, and it's the Nielsen rating for a TV. Like that's how they find TV ratings and stuff, and that's what they did back in the day. Nowadays, it's a little, it's a lot different. But back in the day, it was just Nielsen. And hmm. I, th- the theory is that they only sent out these packets to Nielsen, like literal Nielsen families. Like if you were, if your last name was Nielsen, they sent you this packet because it was like a random name thing. Oh, huh. I don't know. The Simpsons got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I remember Homer had the like the we TV. We had like twenty the... of them. Yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. He's like, I am the Niels. Yeah. <laughs> just, this whole thing is just gonna keep coming back to Simpsons. <laughs> the, they the, guess everything. The nineties era is just gonna be an animated Wandavision. It's the Simpsons. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. So just after the Doctor leaves, and they're talking about or discussing like baby names. Mm-hmm. Um. So, once again, everything, like, means something, every single line. Yeah. So, like, when uh, Vision says, like, oh, like, uh, wants to name the name him Billy. Mm-hmm. After like, William Shakespeare. Yeah, but specifically quotes, all the world's a stage. <laughs> I know. Again. All the men and women, merely play, merely players. That is, I don't know, I love I'm that like, so much. Because I'm like, dude, that is calling back William Shakespeare doing exactly what this show is doing. Because back in the day, if, when William oh, yeah, Shakespeare was writing that line, it's a meta line. Because he's, he's, William Shakespeare wrote the line, so he's like Vision in this, or Wanda in this situation. The actor is saying the line, but then that applies to everyone in the room's life. It's like, whoa, right? that's a meta line, and that's a perfect line to put in this show. <laughs> so then shortly after the water, her water breaks and the sprinklers go off, um... Before we get into the rest of this, can we talk about the commercial? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. What did you guys think about this little little tidbit? There's a little cool uh, Hydra. At, at first, I didn't I even catch the Hydra thing. I'm like, Hydro Soak? Wait a minute. They said Hydra. And I'm like, I'm on to something. It specifically and I'm like, says Hydra I know, I know. Soak. <laughs> I was all like excited. Like, whoa. Oh. And it like, literally says Hydra. in the U.S. Yeah. The picture. Made in the U.S. Do you realize what that picture is, though? Uh, What's the Hydra symbol? No, no. It's the Tesseract. Ah. I didn't think about that. It's a little (laughs) Tesseract. It's a little mini uh, 70s Tesseract. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Find the goddess within. So, uh, I've been looking... I saw theories about this. So, So who's the goddess in Exactly. Is it Wanda realizing, like, her true potential with, like, the powers that she has? Or... Are because like with the whole Salem Seven and like Mephisto coming out, like is she, are they actually like, gonna like release a goddess mm. and like especially like leading into the multiverse of madness? <clears throat> huh. So, 
stay with me on this. But <laughs> stay with me. <laughs> I, I took the commercial. Oh, I, I was like, okay, put on my conspiracy hat. You guys ready? So the commercial starts with four different things happening <sighs> to that one woman. The first one is a, a ball bouncing across her table. The second one's a dog peeing on the whatever. Third one's a burned turkey, and then the fourth is a blender going off. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is cut, starting off Marvel Phase Four. I wonder if all these have to do with the different phases of Marvel. And in Wanda's life, the crazy things that have happened in her life are a bomb coming into her room and like freaking out her and her brother, and them thinking they're gonna die, just yep. like the soccer ball. Again, this is. I'm stretching here, I know this, but the second one is the dog. That, in some ways, is like Wanda getting her powers. So... <laughs> no, no, now that I'm saying no, this, no, we're going. it sounds absolutely crazy. No, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just waiting for you to break your arm while you're Next. reaching for this thing. Yeah. But, like, messing up her life. The dog is messing up to making a mess. Anyways, the third, the third one is the snap. The burned turkey, like, I'm sorry, Mom. And the little kid says, I'm sorry. And the burned turkey is a snap. And the fourth one, starting off Marvel Phase 4, is just this blender of absolute chaos, which is what we're going to get with the Multiverse of Madness and all this stuff. So I know it's a stretch, but I'm like, hmm. And the only way you can get, like, the commercial's almost saying, like, put all that behind you. Put all these worries behind you. Find the goddess within. Well, no, 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 hold on. So the the tagline for this commercial at the very beginning specifically says... Escape to a world all your own. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So to get all this craziness and everything that's happening, to get through it. <laughs> the dog theme means. Oh, they got her powers. <laughs> <laughs> I know how crazy that's. <laughs> Hear me out, guys. Hear me the out. Dog the dog totally <laughs> correlates to wanting to get in your powers. The in other three kind of make sense. The, four, the, the with the, with the hand motions, well. by the way, I just feel like you're doing like a really bad Donald Trump impersonation. Like, the, the dog here. It's a great dog. It's the best dog in the world. <laughs> best ever. So, Everyone agrees. <laughs> so, with this commercial, I think mainly because like you, uh, doing like the sound and like production value stuff for like Avatar. Yeah. Uh, Do you notice that like beginning of this commercial had like classic uh, like spy movie like soundtrack going on? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, well, not like that, yeah. but like it was very more like. I saw some commercial online that this is almost directly modeled after. Like it was, like it was completely different sets and stuff. But like the bubble bath, the four planes, that everything was like similar to it. Hmm. There's some product I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but huh. yeah, it was just kind of interesting. Um. So obviously Wanda made the, the little crane come to life. Yeah, and that was cool. I, stork? I was like, oh, there's just a stork that popped up. But then the, on second viewing, I'm like, no, the stork that was painted on the wall is gone. When she like peeks around the corner there, because there's a red beak, and then the red beak's gone. And I'm like, whoa. Oh. So the, that painting came alive just like the butterflies did, which it's not a big thing. I mean, I should have just... It's probably not a relationship. No, where's your five else. planes? <laughs> Alright, stick with me here. Tony Stark's snap is influenced by this stork. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you even have Stark come back. Stark, stork, get it? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, have you guys seen anything? About, sorry, real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. So, every commercial so far in the show has the same two actors. Yeah. Like, do you guys have or think that like there's any, like, uh, concrete saw, evidence about like them being like Wanda's parents. 
that's the theory. I don't know. Because so like, I saw an interview. I she was born out of a cow or something. No, no, no. Because uh, <laughs> that's in the comic books. Um, yeah. oh. But that was the midwife, not who her actual parent was. A cow was a midwife. Yeah, she was the the doctor. The one that delivers. delivers. No, yeah. in the, in the yeah. comics, like uh, okay, for some reason, yeah. in the I comics though, their like their parents are Magneto. I feel like no, Be- well, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> just shoot it down. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Well, I only say Magneto was their I only father. say that these people are not her parents. Wanda and... Yeah. What in the comics? Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. Magneto. They tied in X Men back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so well, that, they have to do that because yeah, because because <laughs> the. Um, in episode one for He's this still series, alive, right? who's still alive? Magneto after uh, uh, which one? Ian, Ian McKellen, McKellen or yeah, Michael Ian Fassbender? Ian, Ian McKellen. McKellen is yeah. Yeah, he's still okay. Yeah. So the only reason I say no is because I saw an interview with the actor who plays the guy in the commercials. Yeah, and it was kind of interesting because he was just telling the whole process of how he got hired with Marvel and all this different stuff, but. He wasn't told anything about the script. He didn't know what these commercials were for. He was just... I mean, in this commercial, he's literally just fanning with a... Palm <laughs> that's all he's doing. <laughs> right? But but he's the one voicing over it. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... I don't, in, it could be, because well, they're not going to be a big character anyways. Cause, so. Well, in episode one, when, like, uh, you see on one of the wine bottles uh-huh. uh, that's, like, pouring... Yeah. It has a label that's that, House, of uh, House of M. Yeah. Which uh, do you know anything about the storyline yeah. for House of M? Yeah. Like, uh, it's Wanda actually making like a false reality to like her kid, like Magneto, mm. like gets to realize his like everybody gets their their dream. Right. Like. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I had a note about when Geraldine came over afterwards and how she was she she told her. She's like, Geraldine, what are you doing here? Uh, and she's like, no, 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 it's Foxy. And for some reason, I had a problem with that line. I'm like, what does that mean? But no, it, it, I think it's just her telling her that her name's Foxy now. No, which... the, she was saying the jacket looked Foxy. It's the 70s now. Uh, she's like, oh, Wanda, what do you make? It's 70 degrees outside. It, it's, it's 70 degrees outside. Not it's the seventies, but it's seventy degrees. No, no, no. Outside. I'm saying like the time, eight, like the yeah. the years, like this is more of like an early seventies, like when okay, color so TV starts happening. Yeah, like I'm reading too much into it. But she's <laughs> like, uh, uh, Geraldine, now's not a good time. No, no, no. It's Foxy. You'll have to let me borrow it sometime. Oh, so maybe she's talking. About that. Okay. I thought she's like, I don't know. I don't know why I was like stuck on that. It's such a problem. Like, I, I have all these conspiracy theories in my head. I'm like, which one does that line up with? Oh no, she's just asking about a coat. Okay. okay. <laughs> so from now on, I've called her Foxy in my notes, but uh, <laughs> apparently that's not her name. Oh, so yeah, and then this is where she starts going into labor. Yeah, I will add. After Pop, Foxy tells her story and stuff. Oh yeah, or no? Oh. She 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 had she a little. She starts telling the story. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just have a I'm reading an article here. <laughs> it says the Hydra soak that commercial. Mm-hmm. It says it could speculate that there's a reference to the upcoming Thor: Love and Thunder, in which Natalie Portman will be the new goddess of thunder. Find the goddess within. Oh okay. Oh. So and did you guys with the tesseract? Did you guys with the tesseract? Well, yeah. there's that. Well, the then, tesseract got crushed anyway. So. Yeah, there's that, the and the, there's it, also no, because you specifically see uh, Thanos like crushes the tesseract 
to like make like, I know, a small... but in one timeline, Loki took it and left. Oh, there's in Loki. Yeah. Then hmm. so there's been one other time in the Marvel universe, cinematic universe, where blue soap has come up. Do you guys know where that's happened? No. What it, article did you read this stuff? It, it was in Agents of Shield. And oh, pfft. yeah. <laughs> you never watched that. But, but sorry, I feel like we just kind of like crapped on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like Agents of Shield. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but Coulson specifically says that Hydra. There, there's a blue soap that everyone uses, and Hydra put a chemical in it to mess with people's brains, and it's a it's a thing in the episode. It's it's kind of played off as a joke, but it like is something that actually happened in the universe uh-huh. where Hydra put chemicals in blue soap and mess with people's brains, and like that. So it, it's kind of a reference to that. I feel like it's more of just like, hey, anyone who watches uh-huh. Agents of Sealed, here you right? go. Uh, so Foxy. Geraldine, Geraldine. <laughs> Foxy. Foxy story, and so this part I, I knew I wanted to go back and watch because there was a lot of stuff happening at the same time, and I couldn't like make sense of it. Yeah. And I know there's probably more to it than I can even say, but there was Geraldine's story, and then there was the stork, and they're both happening at the same time, and they like paralleled each other with everything that was happening, and I feel like something else is happening. But uh, Fox, I'm just gonna say Geraldine, Foxy. Geraldine. <laughs> Is telling the story about her boss and how she came up with this uh, slogan and her boss is upside down and yeah. trying to get rid of his hiccups and stuff like that. And then the stork is doing all the stuff in the background, which, what did you guys think of that whole scene? Mm. Eh, nothing. <laughs> I, I kind of took, took it as like... Uh, it felt like a waste of time the first time I watched it. And I'm like, there's got to be more to this than I'm, I'm picking up right now. Mm, I don't know, like, I kind of just took it as, like, the, the standard, like, TV trope of, like, um, or kind of, like, bringing in, like, Bewitched still, mm-hmm. where, like, her powers are just kind of accidentally getting out of hand, yeah. and she just, it's a, it's a standard TV trope. Yeah, where, like, things are happening, and there's two things happening yeah. at the same time, and it, yeah. And you're trying to, like, They did not it really well, out. though, they, like, it literally overlapped with them multiple times, like, yeah. Then the client comes in, and then the stork comes back. Like, it just, like, the things she's saying, like, mm. happen at the same time. I literally wrote down, like, boom, 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 what's happening at both things, and it, like, parallels each other really well, which was kind of cool. But um, the stork appears, and for some reason I thought there was two storks, because the stork went into the kitchen, and then it came back around the staircase, and I'm like, there's two of them. So on second <laughs> viewing, I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm, again, reading way too much into stuff, but... <laughs> uh, goes in there. She's talking about a, a cereal with a marshmallow moon man. Yeah, and like that, this her boss had hiccups and he couldn't couldn't uh, do the presentation, which again could have like a parallel between like Wanda not being able to keep up the illusion because her because she has a physical uh, thing going on with her body, the pregnancy, you know. Huh. So I'm like, hmm. When uh, it's all said and done, she comes up with a a model that's gravity owes launch into your day the right way. And I feel like her whole story, because we know that she's a sword agent, or we're assuming she is, because yeah. she has a sword on her. If she's a sword agent coming into this reality to try to save Wanda or wake her up or do something, this whole story that she's saying, like in her uh, in-universe character, she's basically trying to tell Wanda to deal deal with everything the right way. Like, deal with the loss of vision the right way. Deal with all the crap that happened with Thanos the right way. Like, do it the right way, not... This is this is crazy. You're overreacting. Do it the right way. That's kind of what I... That's the, like, third plane level of what's happening right now. But that's how I read that. 
And it was really cool because, like, when the when the stork made that noise, like that chittering noise, she just instantly gets up. She's ah, uh, what was that? Like she became real for a second. She she came out of her character and she's like, I can't act anymore. Like something messed up is happening here. It was just weird. I don't know. That's way into it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh... uh, see, I uh, I kind of took it more of like a story, like her telling the story of like. She wasn't the one who was originally supposed to be there. Oh, like because oh. she got uh, Wanda was like, "Oh, did you get fired?" Yeah. She's like, "No, I got hired. I got a promotion. Like, mm. like somebody else might have been here besides me." Yeah, in your like trying to do this job, yeah, or something, yeah. And obviously, she's not cut out That's for it. That's kind of cool. Maybe the beekeeper was coming in there, or maybe the Mister and Mrs. Hart were trying to do something. You know, who knows? Hmm. And she's now the. Next person in line, like trying to try. Well, cause something. no, cause Geraldine's in the same episode with the beekeeper. Yeah. Um. Which yeah. in the mm. uh, foreign credits, by the way, her character name straight up just says Monica Rambo. Do you think that? Um, Agnes, she's the one that got fired because she wasn't, like, talking with Wanda at all this Ooh. entire episode because she messed up in the last episode or maybe. something maybe. So now Geraldine's turn to try to get close and do whatever they're trying to do. Yeah, maybe. I can see that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I don't know, because, like... Uh, she was still talking, she's still around, and she's still part of the neighborhood, but she got they, fired they both from... met in the, like, uh, Agnes brings her to the, like, housewives meeting mm-hmm. in the last episode where she meets Geraldine. So, like, they're all at the same mm-hmm. table, essentially. I'm not saying that Wanda chooses this. I'm saying yeah. the story agency is choosing this, or someone else is choosing who gets close to Wanda. Agnes yeah. screwed up in whatever capacity, and then now it's Geraldine's turn. Maybe. Well, I don't think she screwed up. She went in there and she like started trying close. to control her or well, something, yeah, or doing her own thing. Yeah. Maybe that's a, that's I, a good theory. Personally, like I'm, I'm pretty. I really think that like they're gonna go in the direction of like the Salem Seven with Agatha Harkness, mm. and to me it seems more like Wanda is creating this whole thing, but like the the Seven are like trying to like manipulate her mm. and like do stuff, and Geraldine's just kind of like an innocent bystander or like yeah. sent in by Sword, mm. and kind of just gets caught up in the mess. Yeah, because that's why like. You see Agnes, like, asking her, like, oh, did you see her go in? Like... Yeah, that was so cryptic. And, like, what, what are they talking about? Like, I, I love how they shot that, how they mixed the sound on it. Because even though the volume's full up on my TV and stuff, you're like, wait, what are they talking about? Who did they... Did I miss something? Like, it, it just kind of drew you into the conversation. Because really in, that, in that same... Same... Uh, scene, like, you... Mm-hmm. The, the crack in the wall is bigger oh. in the second time you see it. Yeah. So I'm like, which cool. bugged me, by the way, because, like, I know he's, like, sitting there talking with Agnes, but, yeah. like, when he walks away, he doesn't unplug the saw. It's already unplugged. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, thi- okay, let's just talk about this scene where th- there's the birth happening on, oh, no, that's different. But the the scene where uh, Vision goes out there and he's talking to the neighbors and stuff. Yeah. That scene, to me, was an amazing scene like it was shot really cool like it started off with the like the way they shot it they shot it like the old tv shows were shot where like you can only see the character and you can kind of see the background but it's blurry yeah. but then as the scene progressed it changed the way that they were shooting stuff so that okay 
everything looks normal in the world, but then when they turned it into like modern day filmmaking, you could see like, oh, there's a background border right there, like r- like right behind where Herb is. I keep wanting to say Herb, <laughs> right like right behind where Herb is. Like the background's literally right there. Like if they're clearly on a soundstage, <laughs> so it like shows the cracks in reality, just like the the wall, but like. Even the camera and the way that the cinematography went, it started out like, oh, yeah, we're in a world, here's the sitcom stuff going on. And then as the scene went on, it like, did the, the frames, the, the, the aspect ratio didn't expand, but like the way they shot it changed. So like you could see the cracks in the world a little bit more. Just okay. as Vision starting to kind of question things and wake up a little bit. It was hmm. just really good. Hmm. So, um, so we have her birth. Yeah, and then that that weird voice echo at the end of the second baby was it the second baby? One of them. One is like ah, but it sounded like all echoey and stuff, and it just reminded me of the Matrix when Neo gets taken out of the Matrix. <laughs> I don't know why it totally did. <laughs> um, um. So during the birth, did you notice how like, uh, so once again, like everything is like super detailed, mm-hmm. uh. Every, like, wall painting or, like, fixture is literally spiraling out of control. Yeah, that was really cool. I saw all these, like, deep dives into what's in the paintings and everything. I'm like, (laughs) holy crap, like, that's even more crazy conspiracy theory than I get. (laughs) So, before she even mentions it, like, afterwards when they're, like, standing over the crib. Mm -hmm. So, like, as they're, during the birthing scene, Mm -hmm. I literally thought to myself, I was like, man, a twin is giving birth to twins. Like. Yeah. And then she said, and I was like, yeah. It. well later on like that was the crazy thing like she's the one who pulled herself out because the, the babies are born everyone's gone uh vision goes out and walks the doctor out and all that stuff and one is like you know i was a twin and it just reminds me of like every once in a while in life you have those conversations with people and you're just talking about something that like has to do with something in someone's life or your own life and you just like open <clears throat> up like more than you probably should sometimes to people and it, it's like this real moment, like, whoa, like you're talking about stuff that really impacts you. Like, you're, you're seeing behind the mask in a way, and, like, her mask completely came off right there. Like, you know, I was a twin. And then she starts singing that Sokovian, like, lullaby or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was really touching, but at the same time, there was this, like, line of creepiness that, like, something's happening here. Something's going to happen here. And then when uh, Geraldine says, Ultron. Ultron and when, oh, when he was she killed said, by Ultron when right? she said Pietro and she's like Pietro and she like says it with her accent or whatever like she reverts back to that and I don't know when she's unconsciously doing stuff like she is doing an amazing job acting this because when something happens and she just reacts to it or in this situation when she just opens up she becomes herself again and she says uh, you know Pietro and then she's like you need to get out of here you need to get out of here and when she walks up to Geraldine, she does this thing like that she does in the real world and that she's done in all the Avengers movies. Where she's lowering it. Well, well, she she kind of goes like, like her head turn, and like almost like a snake kind of. Well, and, it's her like getting ready to like yeah, defend but, like, herself. That's how she right. that's how she accesses her power. She's like, like this, and she starts doing that. She goes from like a housewife, whatever. I just had a baby. Like somehow I'm standing up, but <laughs> and she goes, and she like accesses her full power and like I don't know that's when the creepiness like hit and you're like whoa okay I was ready to start I was waiting for her to start using her yeah I know like just send her through the wall (laughs) I was like do it (laughs) also I love I love how Geraldine's trying to like 
not just poop herself. Well, not just that, <laughs> not just that, but like uh, when you like say something you you don't mean to say, and yeah. she's like trying to find a way, like, oh no, what I, I meant. Oh right. no! I said this. You're, you're just a strong mother. And, uh, I I can say it again if you want. What do you mean, like? It sounded nothing like what I just said. Yeah. Okay. What What are you gonna say that sounds similar to Oh, Ultron killed him, right? Be like, yeah. mm, I don't think there's a way out of this. Uh, you're kind of <laughs> screwed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Wanda looking and acting like she used to. She has her head tilt. Um. That's when it cuts, because he's walking the doctor out. Oh yeah. And it cuts off to. Uh, Agnes and Herb outside because mm-hmm. uh, they keep talking about like uh, did did she, Ger- Geraldine went in there like yeah yeah the the no husband no home thing like yeah she doesn't have a husband she doesn't she doesn't belong here she has no home yeah when like, she said whoa. no home I was like uh what she just told us that she came from her house but okay which makes me think more about the fact that she asked for a bucket and she's like, yeah, I need to bail myself out. Yeah. Like, yeah. but if you don't have a house, like... Right. She hmm. just used it as an excuse to get in there. But but yeah, that's when we see the screen widen and that was just such a cool shot. I love when movies or TV shows do that and they play with the aspect ratio and stuff of everything. And it doesn't just it doesn't just go and widen. It, goes, it widens and then shrinks. Because like it goes into the exact aspect ratio of yeah. modern movies, just I, it was just a cool effect, and then it's like okay, we're in the real world now, or in the <laughs> modern times, yeah, getting more modern, yeah, yeah. which is cool. And then she was ejected, and she had red energy all over. And I've seen a lot of people saying like, this is where Fo- this is where Photon gets her powers because she was ejected and had these powers. So they're theorizing that like all these people who are being affected by her reality. Are gonna come out of this reality with some type of power, and that's where mutants will come from. But I yeah, but like huh. Monica Rambeau, like becomes Captain Marvel in the comics. Mm, okay, I, I know well, she she's becomes... the daughter of Carol Danvers, right? No, yeah. uh, she's daughter of uh, Carol Danvers is pilot, whatever. Yeah, but she, she becomes Photon in the comics. Maybe she becomes Captain Marvel eventually, but I know she becomes Photon. But okay, so. Uh, that, that's kind of all my notes. The, the two things I wanted to talk about before we end the, the, the pregnancy theories. The first one is when she became pregnant in that episode, did she all of a sudden make everyone else pregnant? Like other people in the world? Like there's been TV shows that have done similar stuff to that. That's the first theory. The second theory is, has she been pregnant this whole time? Like, forget that other one, but like, you know how in this show they made a point of hiding her pregnancy behind bowls of fruit and behind this, behind that, behind a coat? Was she doing that in the first two episodes? And no. was she pregnant from the time of... Like, if this happens after Endgame, did Vision get her pregnant? And then she was, like, pregnant at the funeral and all this stuff. And then it, she, it's just been slowly growing. And then she's starting to go crazy because she's like, I don't have my husband. I don't have Vision. Vision's dead. The snap happened. All this stuff happened. Thanos killed us. And Thanos killed my babies and me. And then all of a sudden, she's, like, freaking out about pregnancy. And she this this is the pocket reality. She needs to create her safe no. space. Because they also mentioned that, like, oh, women nest or whatever when they're pregnant. And, like, uh, Vision is reading that book or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of making her own nest to bring her children into the world. Yeah. I think that was just another one of those I'm just saying it's a theory, but... And it My theory. possible. What? Once again with the Salem Screw 7 your here. theory. No, What's no, no. your theory, Sherman? <laughs> so, once again with the Salem 7 thing yeah. here. So, do you guys know what, like, Wanda's uh, kids are in the comic books? 
They are the who are? Wicca and no, 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 but like Wiccan and something else. What they are, not who they are. Mm, imaginary. So in the comics, uh, Billy and Tommy are fragmented pieces of the demon Mephisto. Okay. Uh, so her pregnancy only happens after the magic show, where all the housewives of the neighborhood are involved or in the audience. Even unless, Agnes. Unless she's putting a glamour on everyone and an illusion to like make it look like she's not pregnant, like she is in this episode. She's just so far pregnant right now that she can't hide it. And she's but like, I think yeah. the I, I think like having all of them like in one area yeah. and having a magic show, especially like with how like cultish that sounds when like for the children. For the children. And like everybody says that except for Wanda and Vision, because they're mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, wait, no, for the children, because we wanna mm-hmm. And then yeah. they have twins. Like, that's what I think that's what's happening is, like, they the pregnancy was forced upon them, yeah. kind of like Rosemary's baby. I wouldn't mind if they went down that road, but I really think that the the witch aspect of it and the, the devil aspect of it is just going to be, like, a thing that's hinted at, and then what's actually happening is going to be, like, not as crazy sounding as that. Because, again, it's Marvel. I feel like they're trying to, like, appeal to... A lot of people and stuff. I don't think they're going to go as crazy. Like, all the conspiracy theories that we had about Rise of Skywalker before it came out. Actually, that a lot of those came true. But, <laughs> but, but uh, like, the they all the conspiracy theories that we had got crazy. And there's going to be, like, Darth Revan's going to be in... Like, who knows? You know, there's all these yeah. crazy things. He wasn't. And they're, they're hinted at. And, and if you're, a true, like, a diehard fan, you, you see all those references. But what the actual, like this is the story is it, I don't feel like it's going to get that crazy but I, I would be fine with it if it did see and the, like leading into Multiverse of Madness though like mm-hmm. it makes sense that like you would lead like a group of witches into something that deals with the Sorcerer Supreme yeah like yeah. to fight off like a magic enemy yeah and maybe they're leaning more maybe Marvel's going to lean more into the magic aspect of the of the universe because magic does exist in this universe yeah. so yeah, I don't know. That's all I have. It was a pretty good episode. I know. Okay, <laughs> so bear with me on this. Okay. Music. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys know that or like paid attention to the music for each episode. So because you brought this up last week with episode one with Yakety Yak, mm-hmm. on how like oh you're like you're not supposed to talk back. Have you listened like watched the lyrics for or read the lyrics for these? No, not which, which one? They are you? spot on for like every episode. Like this last. Uh, no, no, no. Every one. episode. Okay. So, Yakety X specifically. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, episode one had Yakety Yak. Episode two, and this was also kind of spot on, mm-hmm. for um, the main song was Help Me Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then this one had the main song of... Dream, uh, dream something. With- Cheer Up Sleepy Jean. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, they they definitely did a good job choosing the right songs for the for this show. Does Vision ever have super speed? Yeah. Um, I know he can fly fast, but does he have? Can he actually run quickly? I really wish that they did the. <laughs> I really wish they made the sound, but they probably couldn't get the rights for it. <laughs> so, like in the last episode with Help Me, Rhonda. Like, the lyrics specifically say, um, I know it wouldn't take much time for you to help me out, help her get me out of my heart. 
and then a bunch of chorus here. She was going to be my wife, and I was going to be her man, but she let another guy come between us, and it shattered our plans. Hmm. Thanos literally, like, shattered, like, Whoa. Vision's head. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Like I said, there's so many different levels to this stuff. But, uh, it, even specifically in the show, they've, they've referenced, like, in the first episode, when, when the heart was on the calendar... She's like, you go, fa- you fly faster than the speed of sound, and I can move objects with my mind. Why do we need to shorthand things? Like, so, I mean, yeah, it's been referenced before that he fly. It's faster than the speed of sound. I mean, that's super speed. Can you run? There's a difference between flying and running. Yeah, I mean, well, the do- the doctor in this is like, we went so fast, I thought we were flying. So, I mean, maybe he starts running when he jumps <clears> up, and I don't know who knows. All right. Well, that's all I got for this episode. We're getting a little long here, but what? what yeah, the, close it out. Yeah, Sherman, you got anything else? Cheer up, sleepy Jean. You once thought of me as a white knight on his steed. Now you know how happy I can be. Will our good times start and end without dollar one to spend? Mm. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all I got for this chip episode of Phantom Knights. Now in uh, color. Now in color. <laughs> oh, dude, we should have done we black and white. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Alright, we're redoing episodes one and two. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the videos, but I'm doing like a little thing at the end. It's kind of cool. But uh, thank you guys for joining us. If you like this video, if you want to talk more about WandaVision, we would love to hear it. So comment below, subscribe, like this video. Uh, also, you can if you want to become a Fandom Knight yourself, you can join us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Twitter <laughs> and TikTok, sort of. So, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time. No, we're not Quick Trip. Sure. Oh, God, yeah, Quick no, Trip? We're not Quick Trip. <laughs> Do you guys have gas or a fuel card? <laughs> Rewards card? <laughs> Rewards card.